Sean and Caitlin are on break this week, but while they're off, Dad's Daughters and Dollars is still on. Here's an encore of one of their most popular episodes. Enjoy. Welcome to Dad's Daughters and Dollars, a financial podcast for everyone. Now, here's one of my favorite people. (laughs) I'm Sean the Dad, clearly the favorite. And I'm Caitlin, the daughter. Clearly, my dad's mistaken. Hey everyone, welcome back. I'm here with sitting here with my dad, my co-host, the Sean. favorite. Uh, d- debatable. We uh, maybe you win a battle every every few days, but I will win the war. Okay. <laughs> um, so before we start the show, we want to talk about the buy and hold contest, which again, uh, we're going to pick six different winners, one each month. And we're going to give you guys $100, help you open an account and try and teach you what we showed in the first show, which was about compound interest. And so just go to our website, dadsdaughtersanddollars.com. You'll see the buy and hold contest and just enter there. Okay? Sweet. So let's get into it. Uh, I think you have a pretty interesting topic today. Yeah, I wanted to talk about something. This is pretty important to me, especially having a... uh, a young daughter as a... Hashtag uh, girl dad. Yeah, as a... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that was a trending thing. I'm just pointing that out because it was trending a while ago. It still does. I think I'm the original girl dad. It's very cute. Um, so what I'm talking about today is, and I'd like to teach you, and it's very personal to me, is why women make great investors. Sweet. So I'm going to tell you the first part is why it's important that women invest. Every Every woman should invest. You shouldn't have any fear of it. Let me go through the four to five points, and then we can discuss each one individually, okay? Sweet. All right. One of the reasons that women should invest is women, on average, live longer than men. So they're going to probably need more savings to cover those extra years of life. I guess that makes sense, yeah. Number two, on average, women earn less than men. They're In general, even though it's getting better, they're earning about 80% of what men work for the same job. So when women are investing at comp, when women are not investing, it's compounding the difference between the two. Right, because especially when they live longer. Right, I don't want to interrupt you, but like eighty percent not compounded versus a hundred percent compounded. Obviously, that makes a big difference. Right, right. Uh, number three, uh, when you're investing, one of the best ways for women to ensure that they have the potential to have the same amount of wealth as as a man or anyone else. Number four, investing can be easily, easily mastered with just some patience, effort, and just a little bit of intellectual curiosity. Over the course of this podcast, and I don't mean this particular episode, one of the things I really want to teach you is you can totally do it yourself. Any woman can do it themselves. It's like a cute little Pinterest DIY, except it's like money and security. Right. (laughs) And the fifth reason women should invest is when they're not investing, they're losing out on that sense of pride and confidence that comes from reaching financial goals. When you have money, it's going to give you freedom and choices. You know, like I've talked to you before, this, the idea of being a millionaire is not that important to me. The idea of financial independence is right. because you have choices. Yeah, well, I always like the the added security of like, you know, if there was an emergency that like I would generally be okay. Like we we could weather the storm, you know. it's It's a nice feeling to have. And I know mom probably obviously feels that way too. So, All right, so let's go through these individually. So women on average live longer than men. So that, uh, That's cool. 
I'll that's, take it. That's great, right? <laughs> yeah. But it does say that they're going to need more money later in life. Right. You know, you potentially could- Especially, too, if, you know, you're living just alone, you know. I mean, I guess you're eating less food, but maybe you're still paying the same rent in the same house or depending. Um, I mean, you could have a spouse or a partner who, if they pass away before you, they, they're leaving you part of their money. But you can never rely on that. You have right. to rely on your own instincts, your own, you know, uh, trying to just get better and to have your own financial independence. Right. So the fact that women on general are living longer makes it ultra important that they invest. Number two, on average, women make less than men. So we, Yeah, I'm not down for that. <laughs> right, it's terrible. And yeah. It's changing, but it's not changing fast enough. Yeah. So if we're going to make up the difference, which in general, sometimes it's up to 20%, and sometimes you hear like about, oh, uh, they were going to pay some movie star who was the female lead in the movie 50% of what the male lead was yeah, going to be. It's totally, totally unfair. Yeah. So when women are not investing, it makes it much worse in terms of the gap between men and women. And right. this, this whole show, by the way, is going to be basically about let's empower women to invest as opposed to have anything to do with, oh, women are better than men or men. I don't want to get in any fight like that. Right. This is just saying what you can do. Yeah. And one of the reasons why you should do it. Right. Well, it, you know, it honestly makes me wonder, you know, if you look at, if you could identify or track down or um, see the the statistics of how many people um, do invest and the demographics of that, you know, how many are, um, women, how many are men, how many are non-binary, how many are like how you break down those, um, uh, different, uh, sections. Yeah. Different groups. It makes me wonder, like it, it, from what it seems like, it seems like, uh, men take up the majority of people who do invest is kind of what it seems like. I mean, I, I can't, we can't like pull I, out the numbers I, right now, but I don't it, know, it makes me wonder what they are. I don't are. know the exact statistic, but I thought I read something and it might've been an article that was like two years old, but it said that 17% of women were investing. Now I don't wow. know if that's true. Right. But you know, if that was two years ago, but then you even read the article a year ago, that's still, you know, it probably didn't jump to 50 right. <laughs> in a couple of years. So. All right, so my third point was that investing is one of the best ways that women can ensure that they have, you're basically trying to uh, even the tables, right? In terms of if men are making more money, but you're living longer, if you invest, you have a fighting chance of either doing better than the man or doing at least as equal, and investing will give you that opportunity. Right. You, you don't necessarily have to have the much higher paying job to get to that same point, you could have a, a job that is the average, uh, you know, wage, and you could still get to that point that the male's at. Yeah. Okay. Number four, um, I've told you this many times before, and I think you've seen it with some of the stuff that we've invested for your, you know, like you have a, a Roth IRA, and we talked about how you were on this show when you were three years old, and the two hundred fifty dollars, right. yeah. and it's grown. Well. That can easily be mastered. Investing is not complex. Everybody on Wall Street and investing advisors will sometimes try and make it really complex. And the more complex and the more you're looking at the news about investing, the more complex it becomes. But it, it is really, really in general easy. I mean, I'm going to be honest, like every single time, let's say, you know, I'm 
it in an airport and maybe the news is on on a TV somewhere and they have the the lines going across of yeah, like Dow oh yeah well Dow Jones is just like all of the major stocks and I just go uh, am I supposed to be super scared that like all that is red obviously I know that like oh, okay everything went down that day maybe like you're in the middle of a crash like maybe it's you know kind of where we are now um, but then they show a whole bunch of more numbers and I go I mean if those numbers are resulting in good things that's fine but it's just hard because you can get so detailed into it and it's so hard to right. like find your way through it all. Through- they make it 10 times more complex than right. it needs to be. Yeah. But I'm here to tell you, and I think you've seen over a little bit by experience, just a little bit of patience, a tiny bit of an intellectual curiosity. If you read one or two articles and it could be you go and Google and you like how to invest in my Roth IRA and there might be, oh, 39,000 articles. You read two or three of them. You're just getting closer and closer to being smarter and being able to do it yourself. Right. I'm hoping this podcast is going to be one of the ways that everybody's going to learn. All right. So um, number five point that we said, women are who aren't investing or they're losing that sense of pride and confidence from saying, hey, I did this myself. If for some reason I lost money or there was some tragedy happened where my house burnt down or something... I can make the money again because I have the knowledge in my brain. Right. Well, I just, you know, I think too, sometimes people feel like maybe they're stuck in certain situations or maybe not super healthy situations specifically because of um, like a, a lack of financial security. So it's definitely like a very relevant issue. So. Okay. So those were the five reasons why women need to invest. Right. Now here's the really good stuff. These are the reasons why women make great investors because they have these qualities that are inherent in women that make them great investors. The first one is women tend to be great savers. That is one of the keys to long-term investment success. The more you can save, the more you can come out ahead in the end. The more you can even the tables. I'll say that I definitely think like I know some people who – Enjoy a good shopping trip here and there, but right. uh, you know, but it if, makes me wonder if like, you were to many... look at the statistics, men are, uh, are not as good as savers as women. Oh, okay. So yeah, sure. You know, uh, you know, a girl or two went out and spent $400 and you're like, wow. I, oh, okay. I, I, not I, 400, but <laughs> no, but I, what we know people who have. And so you say, well, that's not for me. I'm not going to judge you. That's, that's for you. That's not yeah. for me. But it's I on the treat yourself train. Yeah, they're on the treat yourself train, but I would probably find if whatever was being purchased, I'd probably find a way to do the same thing for $200 or I would say, do I really need that? Couponing for the win. I, I will say though, I I um, I find it hard to spend money, even like birthday money. Like I'm, I mean, I might be the only weird person out there, but I kind of don't really use all of my gift cards and I really should get in the habit of like using them. Cause it's not like I'm going to invest my gift cards, but well, not you know, only that, their like, presents and their things that are meant to be spent, you know, when but businesses go bankrupt. Those gift cards are no longer. I good. still have like 96 cents at a blockbuster. So yeah. Oh, you can't use that? No, I can't, <laughs> really? unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, it, I wish it was like a Netflix, you know, an old Netflix gift card, if those even existed. Whatever if anyone has to- one, let us know. All right, so that was number one. <laughs> Women tend to be great savers. That is one of the keys to long-term investments. Here's another one. Women tend to have a long-term perspective. They have a lot more patience, and that is one of the keys to long-term investment success. Long-term um, patience. Right. I so, wonder how that's been proven. I mean, I will take it. I feel like I'm 
you can generally go, patient. Go on Google. Go on Google, and just check people who have a long term perspective, which women tend to have. It's just inherent. More women than the other sex have a long term perspective. So slow and steady usually wins the investment race. If you keep that patience and you don't have to win every day, like oh, I got to win, I got to win. You're going to do okay. You're going to do. You're going to do just fine over the long term. That was number two. So number three, reason why women are inherently great investors, is they tend to trade less frequently. So that once a woman invests, they don't go, oh, I, I got to do I something. Have to trade to another place. Well, uh. just like you said, you're in the airport and you see the thing and it says, uh, investors flee. Um, the the earnings on Microsoft are down. So people, you know, the the They're Dow, the Dow dropped two hundred points. Let me give you a quick example about the Dow. As we speak, the Dow is like at twenty six thousand points or something like that. If it dropped two hundred points, that's less than one percent. Yeah, that's just like I feel like that's just a small. That's like a Wednesday hump day, you know? Like, you're going to get to Thursday, and it's going to be okay. But the news is these big block letters saying investors flee. Um, the, the Dow takes a hit. Yeah. Everything that's eye-catching, that's grabbing ratings. And it's really over something, I don't know what to compare it to, but let's say 1%. Let's say that you have an average high school kid who's a junior in high school, and he weighs 150 pounds. He gains 1%. He now weighs 151 and a half pounds. Do you think he's really upset? I don't know. I mean, if he was a wrestler, I think they have different weight things. But but I'm just pulling your chain, and yes, I understand. (laughs) He wouldn't be upset, right? Yeah. So, But the big block letters don't say, this boy gained 1.5 pounds. That's what the news is saying. Yeah. 1%. It's not that bad. Right. All right. So now, uh, because women tend to um, trade less frequently... It has been proven that trading less frequency learns to leads to better returns. So trading less frequently leads to greater returns because you're not taking the risk of potentially investing in something that then is actually going to bring you down further than what you were originally invested Correct. in. And we did say in one of the previous episodes, every time you trade, you could be paying a fee. Right. There's all those little fees you got to And keep even track if of. you 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 gain some money once you trade and get that money and now go to invest in something else, whatever you um, profit you made, you now have to pay some capital gains tax on. Right. So you're losing three ways, a fee on either side plus the capital gains. Wait, can we also just real quick, because um, I don't think we've addressed it before, and also it's something that like on the spot, you know, gun to my head, I couldn't give you a, a straight out definition for a capital gains tax is dot, dot, dot. Capital gains is when you make money. So there's short term capital gains and there's long term. So I forget, I think if you own something for a year or less or 18 months or less, it's considered short term capital gains. Long term capital gains is anything over a year or 18 months. I don't remember the exact amount, but it's basically tax. So essentially, are they just saying, because you made this month, you, you made this much and you'd owned it for a certain amount of time. Now you have to pay us tax on the amount that you made. Correct. And the capital okay. gains is basically, here's your profit. Right. So there's either profit that was uh, 18 months or a year or less, or there, it's, you've had it longer than that right. when you decide to get the profit. Great. So sorry. Yes, you were saying. So trading less, which women tend to do. Their instincts are great. They then have long-term investing success. I think I'm coming up on a year since I officially um, invested a big chunk of savings that I had 
Um, to try and, and get more camera equipment. Yeah, because that's basically where I'm at right now. Um, and I actually haven't touched it. Um, and it's not like it's, oh my God, it's X amount of money now versus it was... Well, a, it's gained even a, even with the... A W amount of money. I don't know if that made sense to anyone, but I mean... You've had it over a year. Yeah. And... Even with the coronavirus, you've made money. Yeah, no, I've made I've made some, but it's also something that part of me, you know, time is the benefit of investing, and I feel like taking it out is almost a crime. But um, yeah, no, I will say that like I'm not trying to. Okay, well, I'm going to sell it today, and then I'm going to buy this tomorrow. And like, I I honestly, not going to lie, I haven't really looked at it. I just said, Great. yeah, this will probably be good for the long run. Let's keep it there. I won't worry about it. Okay, let me give you reason number four why women are inherently great investors. They tend to make less risky moves and are more likely to diversify. That is one of the keys to long-term investing success, diversifying. If you just say, I'm only investing in, let's say, Tesla, and if the you know chairman of Tesla makes some controversial comment, the stock could drop 25%. Which so you- I think that's actually happened. Yeah, there was something like that that he he made some controversial. Mr. Musk has definitely done some so, stuff like that. People who diversify, and we'll you know we're going to do it in another episode. I want to talk about index funds. When you invest in an index, you're investing. If you invest in a total stock market index, you're investing in about thirty eight hundred stocks, and you own a tiny piece of each one of those companies. So you own like. Point zero 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 zero. So what? Eight two five percent. Right, of but whenever company. But whenever you invest in that many companies, and so on this day, it's a Tuesday. It says the stock market went up twenty two points, which is nothing, but it could mean out of those thirty eight hundred stocks, um, nineteen hundred of them went up, and the rest of them went down. So nineteen. Right. So, but the nineteen hundred that went up went up further than the nineteen hundred that went down. Correct. And it, that, you know, it could be 2,200 went up and the rest went down. Whatever it is, the bottom line is over time, because you're invested in so many different areas, you have a better chance of winning. Right. And coming out ahead. All right. Number five, why women are great investors. They're willing to acknowledge and re- research what they don't know. Men tend to be like, all right, I know it all. And I don't want to. I don't want to generalize women, but yeah, or, men tend to do that a little bit more. Or women, stereotype, like you know, I think it's been seen in the movies where, like, you know, the dad's driving the car on family vacation and he doesn't want to ask for directions. <laughs> I feel like that's a common one, right? But but so but I can't say how real that is. <laughs> if you don't know something, there's it's this new thing called Google. You can you can type. <laughs> Who would have known? You can type in any question, and you might get a million responses, and then you can just. Go and figure it out for yourself because women are smart. They can do it. So that's one of the keys to long-term investing success is asking questions. So this is a question I would love for you to ask when you don't, especially with finances, is you can say to somebody like, we're we're with Schwab. I can't tell how many times where I'm, I don't know exactly all the rules of something. I'll call somebody in Schwab and I said, would you explain that to me? I'm not familiar with that. Oh my God. Wait, seriously? Seriously. I think the customer service line at Charles Schwab knows my dad's voice by heart. Oh my God. He calls them so often. Not that that's anything against you, but just because he's genuinely curious, you do that a lot, but it's great. It's awesome. And you're so informed now. You're so better off now. Hands down because they're, they know more than me, but I'm going to ask a lot of questions and I'm going to try and poke holes in what they're saying. And then 
see yeah. how it fits. You got, my you got a little bit of a challenge, the authority in you. But, but it's because you don't want to take anything at face value without asking a decent question first. And I that's learned good. that a long time ago. Don't take it at face value. You know, always ask questions. And then you, you're a smart person. All women are smart. You can make an educated decision, but you ask enough questions. But just say that. Would you explain that to me? I'm not familiar with that. Right. And that's great. All right. So those are the five reasons why women inherently are great investors. And I gave you five reasons why they need to invest. I'm going to just tell you one other quick thing. If you put into Google, women are better investors than men, and I did that today, it put in, it came up with 88,700,000 results. 88 million? Right. So it might be, some of them might be pro and some might be con. Right, whatever. yeah. But You definitely got both sides of the coin in that 88 million, but. But you might have. 72% of them say, listen, all the studies show that women can be great investors. So like why look down on that? Um, one other quick thing. Uh, Fidelity did a, a research and they looked at 3000 investors. Half of them were men, half were women. So 1500 and 1500 and women had on average 40% higher returns than men because of the five, what? 40% higher returns than the men, because of the inherent qualities that I just ran off for you, which were, you know, they, they're great savers, they have a long-term perspective, they trade less frequently, they diversify, and they're willing to ask questions. Those five reasons, in general, made them 40% better returns than the men. That's honestly crazy. I was expecting that, like, oh, the study revealed that they had 17% higher, but 17% really makes a difference if you, you're, you know, five years away from retirement and you really want to, like, move or travel a lot. Like, that ends up making a difference. That 17% makes a difference. But 40? Yeah. Oh, my God. Now, that was of, so they looked at 3,000 investors. They didn't look at 3 million. But go on Google and put in, Women are great investors or great women are great savers, whatever. You just read enough articles that every woman out there who's listening to this should be convinced that you can really do it. And I 1000% believe you can do it by yourself. Well, I've definitely had some help along the way, but I'm kind of excited just with knowing this information, um, what I can do in the future with, you know, especially too, because I'm still in the process of saving up um, for camera gear and all that fun stuff. So, um, I'm going to tell one little tiny quick story. Since my daughter was probably five years old, before she would go to bed at night, I used to say to her, women can do anything, girls can do anything. <laughs> and because you were such a person who was so genuinely about fairness, you would say, boys can do anything too. Which, okay, let's also just preface that at the time, five-year-old Caitlin did not know that non-binary was a thing. So to all my non-binary people, I love you as well. But that's not my point. My point was you were trying to be fair. Right, trying to be inclusive. And I knew the world you were being born into had women making less money for the exact same job. And it bothered me. So I've been telling you since you were five years old, women can do anything and then when you started about age 10, I started saying to you, I don't want you to ever rely on a man for money. No. Have your own money. Yeah. Right? Have your own money. And then if you get married or whatever, that that person's contributing to the overall wealth of the family or whatever. That's great. Yeah. But I want you to have your own money and I want you to be smart about your own money. And it just means a little bit of intellectual curiosity. And you're going to do really well. Right. All women will. I'm, I'm positive of that. 
So should we do the takeaway? Yeah, let's get to the takeaway. All right. The takeaway is that all women should invest because you possess every quality that makes you great at it. And we're hoping that this podcast just gave you some of those reasons. Well, sweet. Um, I definitely hope that I, I already know I have some friends that have reached out that have said they've watched it or they watched an episode. So hopefully this one resonates with you and gives you maybe a little bit more, you know, pep in the step in terms of like, yeah, I'm totally looking forward to, you know, investing, doing some research of my own and seeing uh, what money you would want to put in, even if that's just $10 or, you know, $5, you know, everything makes a difference. All right, so thank you for listening to Dad's Daughters and Dollars, and please subscribe, uh, leave a, a comment, please, and uh, don't forget about the buy and hold contest at dadsdaughtersanddollars.com. Love you, Caitlin. Love you, too. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in, and tune in next time. The content on Dad's Daughters and Dollars is for informational purposes only and does not constitute professional financial advice. Listeners should consult an attorney, accountant, financial planner, or other professionals to suit your specific needs.